Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday on the uh, 26th, I believe, of uh, August, and um, it's been a busy day around here, which is why this podcast is getting up a bit late today, but for whatever reason, you know, I thank you uh, for coming to join and breaking open God's Word with me today. And I uh, appreciate your patience in uh, letting me get some other things done uh, before I get this one up. I think, <clears throat> now these are all these famous last words, but I think today's podcast is going to be a little shorter because we're going to hear Jesus kind of saying the same thing he has here for a little bit. But we'll go into that in just a moment. For those who want to follow along, we continue, pick up exactly where we left off yesterday, Matthew chapter 23. Today we will be verses 27 to 32. So let's break open God's word today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of filth. Even so, on the outside you appear righteous, but inside you are filled with hypocrisy and evildoing. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the memorials of the righteous, and you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have joined them in shedding the prophets' blood. Thus you bear witness against yourselves that you are the children of those who murdered the prophets. Now fill up what your ancestors ancestors measured out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Yep, you guessed it. Another Gospel that we were like, okay, do we really mean this is good news? Uh, anytime we get truth, I, I, I'm sure it is good news, but uh, it is difficult to hear good news. I suspect it was very difficult for the Pharisees, the scribes, the hypocrites, to hear Jesus very pointedly um, speak to them and, uh, and give them, you know, the third degree or whatever degree he's given them because it's not good. It's not a good degree. You don't want to get this degree. So... Here's, you know, again, we're, we're hearing similar things. Now, on Monday, we had a feast day uh, of Bartholomew slash Nathaniel, and we stepped out of line. But had we heard Matthew 23, uh, he would have called the Pharisees and scribes and the Sadducees, the elders, the Sanhedrin, snakes and vipers. You would have heard that. Uh, just go back, um, Matthew chapter 23, verses uh, 13 to 22, that would have been our reading. Basically, it's the one where he says, listen, you know, um, you, you shut off the gates of, of heaven. Uh, you don't enter into them and you won't let any of your, uh, your followers do the same. Uh, or you scour the, the, the earth uh, to make a convert, and when you do, you make them twice as fit for hell as you are. Uh, again, very pointed. And then yesterday we heard him talk of their hypocrisy. With, you know, they tithe Dylan Mitten Cumin. Uh, but but forget the weightier ma- matters of justice and mercy and fidelity, and uh, called them very similar to today's gospel. He says they are like uh, cups, who the outside is polished but the inside is is not. 
it is it is still dirty. Well, Jesus takes that today, of course, and and doubles down on that and says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you are like whitewashed tombs. So now these are the tombs uh, of uh, the rich dead, because the poor dead would never have been able to, to be buried above ground. Uh, but the rich dead, who they take good care of the outside of the tomb, of course, uh, whitewashed, painted well, uh, to look very good. And on the inside, of course, is filled with every kind of filth, as Jesus says, dead men's and women's bones. Um, and um, and the, just the hypocrisy of, of the inside being dead and, and nothingness and filth and the outside having to appear good. I mean, how often do we see that? I mean, isn't that human nature? And it's not just Pharisees and scribes and elders and things. I mean, it's, it's all of us to a degree, right? Not that we're filled with filth. I, I, I'm not saying that. I, I mean, we're, we're the beloved, so don't, don't hear me wrongly there. Uh, but what I am saying is that idea of masks that I've brought up now for the third day in a row. And, and I won't want to beat that horse. Two things I do want to say here, though. Let's start with the second half. Well, let's, let's just um, let's go off of what's being said here first. Um, with that whitewashed bones, you know, and, and we're filth, uh, that, that filth is inside, the dead men and women's bones, and, and the outside looks good. How, brothers and sisters, do we form our spirits and form our beings. Uh, you know, it's that term I've used before. Forgive me. You know, I guess there's only so much you can say in a 10 to 15 minute podcast every day and, and not repeat yourself at, at nauseum. But um, <clears throat> garbage in, garbage out. If what we are filling our spirits with, our minds with, our hearts with, are nothing but uh, violence and uh, crude matter and, um, you know, uh, inane things. Well, my friends, that's all that's going to come forth from us is violence and crude matter and inane things because we can only bring out what it is that we fill. And, and so we have to pay very, very close attention <clears throat> to what it is that we fill our spirits with, we fill our, our hearts, our minds, our beings with. And what the church would say is the best way to form our, ourselves, to form our conscience in order that we can make good decisions, whether it be in the uh, political arena, uh, you know, the, the, the public square, that's, that's what political arena is, that's what I mean, uh, outside, <clears throat> or whether it is in our own families, uh, or whether it is uh, in, in whatever community in which we find ourselves. Um, if we are to form our conscience so we can make good and holy and pure decisions, well, let's look at that wonderful beatitude. Blessed are the pure in spirit, for they shall see God. If I'm filling myself with impurity, I, I'm, I'm not going to see God. I'm not going to hear God. I'm not going to sense God. And therefore, I'm not going to be able to, to participate well, anyway, in the life of God. Boy, oh boy, I, I told you this was going to be a short podcast. And <laughs> Okay, forget that. It's not going to be. Um, so, okay, here's what the church would say. Here's what the church would say on how we form ourselves best. 
to maintain that purity, to maintain that uh, that connection. Um, and the first is this: it's through uh, prayer. Uh, and and again, not just rote prayer, but opening ourselves to take on the very heart of God, whether that's silent prayer, whether that's contemplative centering prayer, whether that is, I mean, any prayer that brings you to the heart of God and, and opens you to, to take on that heart. Brothers and sisters, that, that is essential. So prayer, scripture. I mean, how can we call ourselves, my friends, followers of, of Jesus Christ and not know Jesus Christ um, intimately? Uh, and inwardly and outwardly through Scripture on how he conveyed his father to be and who he conveyed his father to be and, and how he lived that relationship. Because if we're called to follow that, I mean, we, we, have, to, we have to mimic that, right? We have to, we have to know that. So prayer, Scripture, uh, church teaching is the third one. <clears throat> Again, uh, I'm not saying memorize the cate- catechism. That would be, you've got other things to do. But to have it there, to have it as a reference, to know church teaching and not only know it, but know underneath why. What is it pointing us toward? We don't want to argue about the finger that's pointing towards something. You know, that, that's, that's silly and it's small. But let's look at what it's pointing toward. That's what I want to grasp. I want to see what it's looking at. And what, what, what are the, is the church teaching? Where is it guiding us? What is it? What is it inviting us into? So that should help form our conscience. Um, uh, women and men of, uh, of uh, I'll say expertise, that's not necessarily the word I'm looking for, of, of wisdom, uh, uh, mentorship within our life. That would be the fourth one. Uh, and, and this could be, doesn't have to be something like, uh, say, Pope Francis. I mean, bless him. He, he certainly would be, for me, one of those uh, uh, men or women of, of wisdom, a wisdom figure. It could be like somebody like Dag Hammarskjöld, who's an incredible figure, but is outside the reaches of, of what we would say as church. But uh, those, my friends, are the things. Oh, and the last one, number five is our own experience, our lived experience. What does that teach us about who God is and how God is and and what that looks like in the the real world? So again, prayer and and, uh, scripture and church teaching and women and men of wisdom, wisdom figures for us and our own lived experience. Because that's how God speaks to us. All those things, my friends, help form that inside so it is not filth and and dead women's or dead men's bones. But it is equally beautiful on the inside because what forms us is what will come out on the outside. Okay, (laughs) so here's me not being short, but the second half deserves at least a minute, the second half of the gospel where Jesus says, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, you build the tombs of the prophets and said, boy, if I was around, I would have listened to Ezekiel. I would have listened to Jeremiah or Isaiah. I wouldn't have stoned them or thrown them in a pit. Uh, you know what? <sighs> Easy to know in hindsight, because as we all know, hindsight's twenty twenty. How well do we gravitate toward those who look at us? Because Jesus here, make no mistake, is playing the role of prophet. He is holding up a mirror to power 
and saying, here's who you are. Here's how you act. Here's how you're hypocritical. How are they going to deal with it? Well, they're going to kill him, which is why he knows. He says, this is ridiculous what you're saying, that you would have honored the prophets because you're going to kill me. How do we react when people hold a mirror up to us and say, you're a hypocrite, or you're being hypocritical here, or you're wrong? It is human nature to defend ourselves and get defensive. Um, if somebody comes to us and says, the church needs to reform now, and here's why, or the country needs to reform now, and here's why, and we have a vested interest in keeping it the same, which clearly leadership did here in this gospel, do you know how we're going to react? The same way as, as the scribes and Pharisees, the ones Jesus is calling hypocritical here. If we are uh, being served by whatever um, parameter, by whatever, uh, you know, whatever system is in place, and somebody critiques that system, uh, we are very similar to those whom Jesus is, is criticizing. And, and I don't bring that up to judge us. I don't bring that up to say, shame on you or me. I bring that up to say, let's realize if we're being served by something or not, a system that is in place. And, and can we open ourselves to say, if others are not, if this is not just, how do we step outside and say, it is wrong, or, or how am I, I am acting is wrong, because I think that's a challenge. It's, it's a challenge to us as human beings. It's certainly a challenge to the scribes and Pharisees in the gospel today, but it's a, a challenge for us in today's current climate. And can we look and say, this needs to change? How can, how can I be a part of it and not simply say, I would have walked with Martin Luther King 40 years ago and not, and not today. Let's pray. If there's someone or something for which you would like to, um, to pray, I invite you to call it to mind at this time. And let's continue uh, through the sorrowful mysteries today. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowning of thorns. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, enjoy what is left of this Wednesday afternoon and evening. Blessings on the rest of your day. Uh, and, uh, and may God hold you close until we can be back together again to continue breaking open God's word.